Oh, that was glorious. Thank you for that. Um, welcome and uh, lovely sunny morning. Can we just do a round of applause for the sun? So amazing to have it out. And while we're rounding of applauding, there is somebody very special to us that is celebrating a special birthday this week. <laughs> Heather, let's sing happy birthday to Heather. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. fun. Um, I have an announcement on behalf of the chair of the board, Pat, just a reminder of our annual meeting and that one of the business items will be our revised constitution. Laurel will be putting it online and or there will be a few copies at the back to peruse ahead of time. All right. Um, I have a couple of other announcements, but are there is there anyone else that has announcements? I heard a standing and yep. We'll let the stand with authority go first. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, I don't know how many have heard or seen online. Unfortunately, we've had to cancel the uh, Winter Piano concert. Um, some stuff came up, unfortunately, with a few of the musicians. I won't go into details. Um, however, if you had already purchased tickets, please be in touch with either Laurel at the church office or contact the music and worship committee member that you were in touch with for your refund. The good news is that the next day, the pancake lunch after church is still happening, so don't eat too much breakfast on that Sunday morning um, and bring your donation money for that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Would you Go right ahead, Beth. Good morning. Good morning. Since my craft group were too chicken to come up with me, you're going to have to help me. Whenever I go, I pray, you go, I pray. Try that. I pray. I pray. And the other one is yum, yum. Yum, yum. OK. Hope you know, give me oil in my lamp. ukulele the week last week so I had to celebrate <laughs> so Beth are we coming next Sunday for the pancakes no. just, okay, just, just checking making sure and birthday girl has something to announce thank you for the birthday wishes that's so nice um, I just want to uh, quickly mention today uh, this afternoon from 4 till 5 30 I'm running a Valentine's themed 
uh, activity program for, I guess for anybody, but it's mostly directed towards kids and youth. Um, but if you want to come, <laughs> sure. Uh, and also, um, at the end of last month, I held a yoga nidra, and some people expressed uh, a desire to come but weren't able to make it. So I thought, let's try it again. Uh, for anyone who uh, wants to come, it's going to be on Friday, February 24th, so the last Friday of the month, same as last month, uh, from 6 until 7. So it's a really nice way to end the week, uh, kind of bring it down, <laughs> do, some, do some nice reflection and, uh, and rela deep relaxation. Um, and we'll, we're, we might actually try doing it in the sanctuary. We did it in the CE hall last time, but um, we thought, you know, sanctuary is a nice, you know, nice space to be in. So, um, so feel free to come if you have any questions. Uh, reach out to me or Laurel. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and just a couple of quick things to highlight because you all have one of these today because you're going to need, oh no, sorry, have one of these. But make sure you have one of these, your announcements. Um, there will be a Lenten book study starting. So there's, um, all the details are in there. I won't go over it all. Um, start dates and everything. Basically, contact me if you're interested. It's all about forgiveness because that's easy to do, isn't it? Um, and we're going to have an Ash Wednesday service and to just highlight as well that the community Lenten services are starting on March the 1st and there's information in there about it as well. And that is it for me. Last call for any other announcements. Marvelous. That was the response I was hoping for. I would invite you to please stand and join in singing our gathering in introite hymn, Gather Us In, and we'll do a couple of verses. gather here this morning, we recognize that we are on the traditional territory of the Odawa, Mississauga, and Anishinaabewaki First Nations, and the Métis people, and that we are all people of Treaty 45 and a half. May we continue to work to be in right relations with our Indigenous neighbours and speak up and speak out against systemic racism and colonialism. Now I'm going to invite you to stand again and join in singing this next hymn, which is More Voices, number 26, because you really can't sit. It's a bit of a little toe tapper. You got to get like a little dance on or something. You can do that. Um, any shakers? A white basket of shakers. Maybe while the shakers come out, choir, would you mind just singing it through once, like the first verse? again and we'll get the shakers out and then everybody can get their groove on so we're just going to listen first and then we'll join in singing mm -hmm. 
one another. to close your eyes for a moment. We're just going to take a deep breath in. If you want to scrunch your shoulders when you breathe in, you can, and let them go when you breathe out, you can do that too. So let's take a deep breath in and out. And let's pause for a moment. We're going to sing in Christ alone this response of hymn that we've been doing. We're just going to sing the first verse. We're going to sing it twice. The first time is like your public proclamation that you are putting all your hope in Christ alone. And the second time, we're going to sing it quieter, and it's more of a personal, prayerful um, reaching out to Christ. Okay? So let's do one more deep breath in and out, and then we'll get into singing. So close your eyes. Breathe in. And out. And please remain seated and sing in Christ alone. In Christ alone my hope is found He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest Let us pray. Creator of all, sustainer of all, savior of all, your glory and majesty are beyond our understanding. Your power too awesome to behold, and yet your love enfolds us as a gentle breeze. Your love flows like a stream into the ocean of your grace. Your love encircles this world displays your faithfulness. Your love is patient and kind, brings wholeness and true peace. Your love is all we desire to heal our brokenness. As all things pass and fade away, love remains eternally. Holy Mystery, let us affirm this steadfast love from you by saying together the words that Jesus himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And I would like to invite Heather and the ukulele group to come on up and share their gift of music today. was lovely. If only had your uh, trombone, Heather. I know. All right, kiddos, come on forward, or young at heart people who want to come forward, please feel free and do so. No problem. While the young people are coming forward, if you just want to make sure that you have something to write with in our scripture time, you don't need it right yet, um, but you can do that while we're getting situated up here. You can sit there if you'd like, or you can sit wherever you would like. All right, so how are we doing today? Good. Can you turn around and on the count of three, ask them, how you doing today? Ready? One, two, three. How you doing today? Good. All right. How was your week? Good. All right. Can you turn around and ask them on the count of three how their week was? One, two, three. How was your week? Excellent. All right. We got mixtures all around. Well, I am very happy to be back here today, and I'm just going to take out my little, this guy, because um, I uh, was definitely not feeling very well, but definitely feeling much better, and so I'm so happy to be back, and today we're talking about, what do you think we're talking about today? Love, Love hearts, yes, because what's coming up? Oh, Valentine's Day. And what date is Valentine's Day? It's Tuesday. What is the number? It comes after 13. <laughs> 14. Excellent. Brilliant. Oh, wonderful. So um, how many of you, and this is for all of you as well, you can raise your hand if you have, how many of you are familiar with or have played I Wrote a Letter to My Love? The game. Oh, maybe we need to play that during coffee time. So I wrote a letter to my love just very briefly, sit in a circle, somebody's got a special like little treasure letter, whatever, goes around and it's a little doggy, picked it up and it delivers it, puts behind somebody and then they get up and run around and chase. It's kind of like duck, duck, goose, but you know, with love. So when you were picked and had to go and do that, or when you're picked for any game, how do you feel? Yeah, the adrenaline rush comes. You're just like, I am king, queen, or whatever of the world. I have been picked. Look at me go. 
What about if a game goes by and you haven't been picked? How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, and how'd that make you feel? Not so great, right? Oh, well, we'll have to show them your awesomeness another way then. So, thankfully, today, the love that we are talking about is a love from God. And the love from God, nothing can take it away, no matter how long it's been since we've had a bath, no matter how stinky our feet are, no matter how many mean words come out of our mouth, no matter how many times we forget to do what our parents ask us to do, or spouses, or significant others, um, God's love happens no matter what. So if you get picked for a game, you are still loved. You are loved. And if you don't get picked for a game, you are loved. And that's kind of cool, right? Because it doesn't matter. If you get picked or not, you are always loved and you are amazing just as you are. Okay? Thumbs up if that kind of, you know, you kind of get that a little bit. It's hard to remember though, right? Because we got people in the world, they might say things not so nice, not make us feel so good, or we get picked last for something, not feel so good, but then we just need to remember how loved we are. Okay? So I thought today, instead of doing a repeat after me prayer, I thought we'd do a repeat after me chant. Are you up for it? It requires some energy. Can you handle that? <laughs> All right. Do you think they can handle it? Nah, I got some mixed, mixed feelings up here, adults, so you need to like prove them wrong, okay? All right, <clears throat> here we go. This is a repeat after me chant. This is a repeat after me chant. All right, let's try that one more time, okay? This is a repeat after me chant. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones to him belong, they are weak but he is strong, say ah, Jesus loves me, ah, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so, tells me so. So anytime you forget, think of that chant, okay? Excellent. Mission has been accomplished. Oh, wonderful. All right. I need you to Stand up, and if you're heading out, skip or however you would like to creatively leave or go back to your seat, whatever you're doing. And if you forget it, it'll be in your mind for a while, I'm sure. It might even haunt your nightmares a little bit, I'm sorry. And now it's time for our minute for mission. Lynn, you're around somewhere? Beautiful. Excuse me. Since I had COVID five months ago, I'm short of breath on exertion and my voice is a little change, so I'll try my very best. <clears throat> Your generosity accompanies grandmothers. Grandmothers connect love for their grandchildren to God's love for all. We would like to introduce Glenn Waterman, our new annual giving lead. Glenn felt drawn to this story of discrimination, changing through education and compassion, because it mirrored the work he was involved in at two of his prior organizations, the Leprosy Mission and International Justice Mission. In both cases, one through stigma surrounding leprosy and the other dealing with slavery, the people he interacted with needed understanding, compassion, and justice. In the Rift Valley of Kenya, 7% of the people that live there are HIV positive nearly 900,000, and many will not survive. Grandmothers whose children have died of AIDS 
are often left alone to care for their grandchildren. And to add insult to injury, their church community condemns them, leaving them without support as they raise their grandchildren. Some pastors in the Rift Valley, as in many other places, believe and teach that faithful Christians cannot contract the disease and that it is a judgment from God, a disease for sexual sinners. The pastors had little information about HIV and AIDS. To them and others in the community, it was a strange disease. They believed that HIV was a result of a sexual sin and was a judgment from God for the sexually immoral, writes Esther Mombo of the World <coughs> Council of Churches. In partnership with the United Church, <coughs> Mambo and Pauline Wenjuro of St. Paul's University in Lemuro, Kenya, led a series of workshops in one Rift Valley community that has been hit especially hard by HIV and AIDS. They invited grandmothers and pastors to connect and learn from each other. One grandmother who attended the workshops was 70 years old. She had lost both her daughter and her son and was left to raise three grandchildren on her own. Instead of stepping up to help, her neighbors refused to visit her because they said her daughter and son had been sexually immoral. Her pastor wouldn't even attend her children's funerals because he didn't want to be associating with the family. When she went to church, the pastor preached about the punishment for sexual immortality. Immorality, pardon me. At the workshops, this woman bravely told her story to the pastors who attended. She also shared with them how it felt to be shamed for loving her children and grandchildren. Another grandchildren, grandmother explained that her grandchildren were born with the virus and couldn't have been involved in any sexual immortality. Yet another spoke of God's love for everyone. Pastors listened and learned and ended by making a commitment to extend compassion and offer pastoral care to all the grandmothers. All of us know from our life, own life experience that when we know better, we do better. Your mission and service gifts gave these grandmothers the opportunity to help their pastors learn to do better by connecting their love to their, for their grandchildren to God's love for all. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. If you could please take out something to write with and your bulletin and turn it to the back, please, and thank you. And if you need to borrow a hymn book or something to write on a little, that's fine. We won't do a lot of writing. But um, as you're getting ready, our scripture passages this morning all have to do with love. And when I first started attending Talbotville United Church and I was their music director, one of the first Bible studies I did um, there was about different ways to look at scripture. So this one has always resonated the most with me and it's my prayer that it resonates with you as well. So we're going to personalize scripture passages today. So instead of John 3.16, which is up there right now, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, whoever puts trust in God's son will not be lost, but will have life that lasts forever. How many of us have read that time and time again, heard it time and time again? Quite a few of us, right? What I want you to do now is on the back, we are going to personalize it together. So in the first blank, for God so loved, I want you to write the word me. For God so loved me. So for God so loved me that God gave his only son. In the next blank, you're going to write when I. So when I. When I put my trust in God's son, will not I will not be lost but we'll have life that lasts forever. If you can put, uh, there was a blank, but I guess it's gone. If you can put an I in front of will on the last line of that scripture passage, please. 
So when I put my trust in God's Son, I will not be lost, but will have life that lasts forever. Okay? Can we say that together, personalized? All right, here we go. For God so loved me that God gave his only Son. When I put my trust in God's Son, I will not be lost, but will have life that lasts forever. Excellent. Our next scripture passage comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. Yep. Nope. Excellent. All right. So, can a choir, can I get you to just read this for me? One, two, three. Excellent, thank you. Now, I'd like in the first blank, can you write the letter I, please? So, I love. And then in the last blank, you're going to write the word me, because God first loved me. So, I love because God first loved me. Can we say that one all together personalized, please? Ready? Here we go. I love because God first loved me. Thank you. All right, next one. The next one comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. And it says these words, Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifices to God. So, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved me. Put the word me in that first blank, please. And gave himself up for me as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So the word me will be in both of the blanks in Ephesians. And can we read that together, please, personalized? Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved me and gave himself up for me as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Thank you. Next one, please. So Psalm 36, verse 5, says these words, But how do you pray for God's love when you're at a loss for words? What do you say when you keep tossing desperate pleas heavenward, only to watch them plummet into the abyss between you and God? So all the blanks that you have there, you're going to put the letter I in. So there'll be five I's in total. But how do I pray for God's love when I am at a loss for words? What do I say when I keep tossing desperate pleas heavenward only to watch them plummet into the abyss between God and I? Can we say that one together personalized, please? But how do I pray for God's love when I am at a loss for words? What do I say when I keep tossing desperate pleas heavenward, only to watch them plummet into the abyss between God and I? Wonderful. We have two more. So Romans chapter 8, verses 38 to 39, says these words. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. So in the blank, in the last line, please put the word me. So Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39, in that blank, please put the word me. I invite you to say it with me, the personalized version. Here we go. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation 
will be able to separate me from the love of God. And our last one this morning, Romans chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. Choir, are you able to read that, please? Ready? Go. Thank you, choir. All right, so in our first blank, nothing can affect God's unconditional love for me. So write the word me in, please. And then we continue on. Not even when I do more to show how good I, so write the letter I in before am. Not even when I do more to show how good I am. And then in the last blank, write the word me, please. Because God's love is based on God's goodness, not me. All right, can we see that personalized one all together? Ready? Here we go. Nothing can affect God's unconditional love for me, not even when I do more to show how good I am. Because God's love is based on God's goodness, not me. Wonderful, thank you very much. I would encourage you to put this somewhere where you will actually maybe look at it every now and again, or maybe tuck it into your Bible. And if you look up each of the passages and see how it's talking about kind of out there, so maybe read John 3.16 as it's written in your Bible, and then have a look at the personalized version. You can use this in prayer, you can use it just to um, maybe quietly repeat over and over again, but I promise you, it will change the way that you look at the scripture. It will shift your relationship with God because once, at least for me, once I stopped thinking the scripture was out there for everyone else and realized that it was actually a love letter from God to me, it totally changed my relationship with God and made it more personal. And I could feel the divine working in my life a little bit more. So it was a good reminder for me to come back to this as well. And if you have any big aha moments, if you decide to read this through, please feel free to shoot me an email and let me know, or you know, tell me about it next week at church or give me a call, because um, I would love to hear how it has impacted you to personalize the scripture. So getting into our message today, All You Need Is Love, we have a, a little introduction video, but I wanted to just give a brief outline or backstory about it. So the ASEAN Musical Theatre Project, so this is the Musical Theatre Project, uh, premiered May 18, 2020. And this is what they have to say about themselves. We are musical theatre performers and musicians from a region known as Southeast Asia, one of the most diverse regions on the planet. 10 countries representing all, majors, all major religions, Islam, Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, and many more indigenous beliefs. A region containing one of the most diverse language pools in the world, where even alphabet systems are totally different from one another. From our countries to yours, we send you our love and our voices. From this swirl of diversity that is Southeast Asia, our musical theater performers and musicians are coming together like never before to send this song out to you, Seasons of Love, with one voice, one heart, and with one language, the language of music. Measure a year in daylight. 
25,600 minutes. That is how many minutes are in a year? 525,600 different opportunities to experience love, give love, receive love, do this thing called life. So I want you to think for a second, because in the song it said, how do you measure, measure a year? In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles, in laughter, in strife. And then it says, how do you measure a year in a life? How about love, measuring love, seasons of love? So for a moment, I want you to think about how do you measure your own life right now? Just think about it quietly to yourself. What is it that you gauge that your life is going well, or you're struggling in life, or it's just kind of even keel, or it's super awesome? What are the things in your life that indicate that to you? Maybe for some of you, it's how busy you are. Maybe it's how much money you make or have. Um, everything being Pinterest ready and perfect all the time. Maybe it's by how much you spend time with family and friends. Maybe it's by taking the time to acknowledge the little things. So how do we do this measuring in love? Maya Angelou, one of my favorite people, said, life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. So in our scripture today, we talked about love and I don't know about you, but any time that I've experienced receiving love or giving love, it would have that type of effect on me where it's taken my breath away. So instead of maybe gauging your life, how you have been, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I'm curious what your life could be like and how you would respond and how you would be if you started measuring your life in love and focusing on those areas that take your breath away. Like I said to the kids this morning, even if they don't get picked to play a game, they are still loved. It doesn't diminish their worth. It doesn't change who they are in the eyes of God. God loves no matter what. 
There's nothing, and we read it in one of the scripture passages, nothing we can do to separate ourselves from God's love. I mean, we can try. We can be as committed as humanly possible to trying to separate ourselves, but God will always love us no matter what. So figuring out these times that take our breath away and measuring our lives in love, maybe something you could do, like I said, is digging into these scriptures, the ones especially that we looked at today that are personalized, that will give you some of the support and a reminder of the promises that God has for each one of us and gives freely with no strings attached. Maybe something that actually came to me when I was reading through our mission story for this week was perhaps we need to make a little bit more space in our lives for some love. Now, maybe none of you have ever done this before and wonderful, you can maybe teach me the ways but I can be what my children have titled a judgmental Judy sometimes. I can judge things. We have many names, negative Nancy, judgmental Judy, and it's no offense to the people named Judy or Nancy, it's just alliteration, that's simply what it is. But I think that I have to, I used to think that I had to give my opinion about everything. Or, oh, should you really wear that today? Hmm, I don't know. Um, but I would encourage you to maybe try it. Again, if you don't experience this issue, please have, have a meeting with me and teach me your ways because it's hard. It's hard to not judge because we automatically are wired to do it. But maybe remembering that it's God's place to judge, not ours. And it's amazing how much more peace and much more space you have to do things out of love. And I don't know about you, but judging people, it's tiring. It takes up a lot of mental space to come up with those really good zingers I want to say to people out loud. It takes up a lot of really good space in my mind and in my heart and in my soul where I could be drawing on love, but I'm too busy being insecure in who I am as Jen and need to pass judgment on other people to make myself feel a little bit better for whatever reason. When that happens, I need to get into the scripture. I need to remember that God loves us no matter what. So it broke my heart when I heard the story today um, about Rift Valley of Kenya and how the grandmother's like, there's people who have AIDS. We're just gonna use this example, but you can insert whatever you need, addiction, homelessness, um, social injustice, anything, you can put it in. and they're being punished for having AIDS, like a baby being born. How can a baby be sexually immoral if it's just born with AIDS? So then I was thinking, hmm, I wonder how Jesus would respond if he went over there. So Jesus just showed up and how he would respond. Then it got me thinking about the story of Jesus healing the leper in Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. And verses 2 and 3 say these words. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus' response? Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. There was no judgment, no conditions, no questioning, only love. And love in action. I don't know if it will help you to think about what Jesus would do. There's that WWJD, what would Jesus do? I joke sometimes, what would Jen do? But it's better, what would Jesus do? But thinking about that, even just taking a bit of time this week and meandering and pondering because we have the story that was read today, the mission story in our Friday file, going back and reading it and thinking, hmm, if Jesus showed up, what would Jesus have to say about that? How would Jesus respond? Because that's all we're called to do is love. We make it way harder by judging and we have opinions and overthinking things and anxious. It doesn't matter. We just need to love. So in your year, in your 525,600 minutes, 
How do you measure a year in your life? How about love? God's love for us? We love because God loved us. How about the moments that take our breath away? And may we focus and measure through seasons of love. May it be so. Amen. Let us gather our gifts together and offer them to God in love and praise. This morning's offering will be received. join in our auditorium. Love incarnate, receive these gifts of our witness to your love. May they inspire love in the places forgotten. May they encourage where confidence has been broken. And may they be instruments of good for the world. And all God's people said, Amen. Please join your hearts with mine in a time of prayer. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we bring into your love those who do not know you and your love, those who have turned away from you, those who struggle to accept you, those who refuse to listen. May your love touch them and transform their lives. Dear Lord, we bring into your love those who need parental love, those who are alone, those who are abused, those who are neglected. May your love touch them and transform their lives. Dear Lord, we bring into your love those who seek the truth, those who work in the justice system, those who campaign and advocate on behalf of the voiceless. May your love touch them and transform their lives. Dear Lord, may we bring into your love the silent prayers of our hearts. May we show the power and presence of your love in our church, our community, and our world. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Please stand as you're able and join in singing our closing hymn, Voices United, number 282, Long Before the Night, This Ancient Love. We'll sing verses 1, 3, and 4.
And friends, as we get ready to go from this place, go in peace to live in love, to show God's love, to receive God's love everywhere and at all times. And all God's people said, Amen. Please join in singing our benediction hymn, Go Now in Peace.